And they're about to shift over the next generation in Joshua. And Moses was shifting the next generation by speaking light, life, and love. Come on, someone say light, life, and love. Moses was telling Joshua, you need to be strong and courageous. And he was going to do these things because he was about to shift them over. And he was going to, have to, he was going to cross the Jordan. He was in a cross of Jordan. And, and I love what happens here because we should learn from our mistakes. Can someone say amen? amen? We should learn from our mistakes. We should learn from our failures. But it seems that like sometimes we like them. And sometimes we don't learn. And sometimes we get stuck. And sometimes we don't, we don't transition. We don't, we don't come out. We don't shift out. The word shift, again, means to be pushed into a new direction. Into a new path to change directions and God says I'm I'm shifting you I'm changing your direction from being lost and from hopelessness to hope to purpose to destiny to desires of come on of God amen and so that's what we've been talking about how God's been shifting us as a church shifting us and how it starts with us and as we get rid of our excuses and we, we get rid of all these things that, that that the enemy tries to put on us but as we stay firm and solid amen this last two months has been it's been a powerful last two months God has been showing up God, come on, somebody. God has been faithful. God, is, God has been doing everything that we have been preaching on and what we have been leaving. God has been shifting us. And, and so I'm going to continue here as we continue in the book of Joshua. Joshua, where I left off, Joshua chapter 1, verse 10. We had just been reading verse 9, and we'll get down to 10. It says, And I have commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, pass through the camp and command the people saying, prepare provision for yourselves for within three days you will cross over this Jordan to go to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And to the Reubenites, the, Reubenites, the Gittites, the half of the tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke saying, remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you saying, the Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you his land. Your wives, your little ones, your livestock shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. But you shall pass before your brethren armed, all you mighty men of valor. Is there any mighty men in here? Is there any mighty men in here? Is there any mighty men in here? He goes, mighty men of valor, and help them until the Lord has given your brethren rest as he gave you, and they also have taken possession of the land which the Lord your God has given them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on the side of Jordan towards the sunrise. Here we go, verse 16. And then they answered Joshua, saying, All that you command us, we shall go. And whatever you send us, we shall go. Just as we heed Moses in all things, so we will heed you. Only the Lord your God will be with you as he was with Moses. And whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words in all that you command him, they shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. Father, we thank you for your word, God. For your word is amen, Father God, Lord Jesus, and to the point, God. Lord, I pray, God, that you would just enhance us 
that we would understand the shift, oh God, that we would understand everything that's taking place. I thank you for the men that will be graduating today and the women that will be graduating today, God. I thank you for the shift in their life that today we can celebrate that, God. We thank you for the shift that's going on within the church, oh God, that we are going into a godlier division, God, a godlier place, God, because we are shifting towards you. Keep taking our eyes off of us and off of our circumstances and shifting our eyes back on you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith, oh God, and we thank you in Jesus' name. And everybody says amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering. Amen. There is so much that's happening here. And, and for the sake of time, I'm not going to take too long, but just long enough that we can let God speak to us, convict us, deal with us, enhance us, and encourage us this morning. Here is Joshua, and Joshua is speaking, and he's, getting, he's giving orders to cross the Jordan. He's giving orders to cross the Jordan. Now, you got to understand that the Jordan at this time, at this season was way huger than it was at other times. Other times they had crossed it and there was no problem. They had crossed it, there was, there was, there was no, no problem. But at this season of their time, while they were going to cross Jordan, it was approximately about, they say, a mile wide. And it was deep. And they were going to cross over, and he was telling the people, we're going to cross over. We're going to do this. And while we do this, there's going to be some things that we're going to face. I need you to follow some orders. Someone say orders. Because we need to understand that wherever we go, if we can understand the orders of God, understand the word of God, understand what God's saying, that we can function like that. The stop sign is there for a reason, to stop. It's not means to slow down and go. Yellow doesn't mean speed up, it means slow down. There's a reason why we have the laws that we have. And, 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 and some of you guys might not love our president, but I love my president. Because if it wasn't for him and our police officers and everybody, it would be crazy. Oh, you don't hear me, though. You don't, you don't hear me, though. You don't hear me, though. Imagine if there was no laws, how chaos would be going right now. People could go into your house and do whatever they want. Take your children and do whatever they want it. Take your wives and do whatever they want it. Take your sons and do whatever they want it. Are you with me so far? There's a way we have things laid out for us. There's rules and regulations, and when we allow people to take that from us, we allow the enemy to take those from us, and we start saying, well, you know what it ain't? Well, God ain't really true, and it ain't, it ain't right. No, no, no. You start robbing yourself from their lunacy. Oh. I'm going to set you up today, Holy Ghost style. You set yourself up to have a freedness, free spirit, and anarchy. Can I say it with me? Yes, what you said. And now it gets bad. I go, in three, I go when I travel around, I go to three world countries, third world countries, and, and I see the craziness there, the army out there, and, and it just, it, the police have no, it's just crazy, man. We go to the Philippines, when they go to Colombia, when they go to Brazil, when they go all these different places, man. They're not sitting there like, oh, they've got the big old AK-47s. They got, they got cannons. They, they, got, they got the Uzis, and they're just sitting there like nothing. They look like, they look like kids, like 12-year-olds. And I'm like, my God, I hate to get that kid scared. I don't want to get shot. <laughs> and at one time, we were there in, in, in Colombia, we were, and someone tried to raid the, the hotel where we were at. And they came in, and they came in, they were flying, they were throwing, throwing, they were throwing grenades, they were throwing uh, 
smoke bombs that were shooting up outside. I'm like, I woke up and I got up and right away I jumped up in attack mode. I told Pastor Ruben, wake up, Pastor, get up, get up. I grabbed a pillowcase and stuck some cups in it and wrapped it all up. I, I said, man, I said, I'm going to barricade this door. He ain't coming in here, man. I said, it's going to be on. I said, Holy Ghost is going to back me up because I ain't going down without a fight. I'm not going to be like, praise the Lord. Go ahead, take me. No, thank you. I don't be in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Pastor Ruben looked at me. He's looked at me. He goes, go to sleep. He turned around went back to sleep. But it was chaotic. It was crazy. And I... Because I'd never seen nothing like that. He's been, he's, he's seen that before. I'd never seen that before. It's been like, so I just, now, okay, okay, I went down and started praying. And then they stopped whatever attack that was going on because it was democracy. They were changing, they were changing guards. They were changing uh, um, um, rulers there. And it was pretty intense. But there was, there was order. And if it wasn't for that order, that would have that just came in and we wouldn't be here today. But order has a purpose. Someone say a purpose. And that's what he was saying. He said, look, there's these orders I'm giving. This is what I need of you to understand this, that we're going to cross over, but I need you to do it a certain way. Certain way. And he lays it down. He says this, and he says, I know God is with us. I know God is with you. He was with Moses, and I know he's with you. Come on, somebody. And I know he's with you. I know it's going to be okay. I know it's going to work out. And all of a sudden, look at verse chapter 2. We're going to jump in chapter 2 because I'm going to tell you. Right now, I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you've done. I don't care about your background. God will use you where you're at. Come on, somebody, God will use you where you're at. Amen. And all of a sudden, the Bible says, Now Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out two men from Asia, grew to spy securely, excuse me, to spy secretly, saying, Go, view the land, especially Jericho. So they went and came into the house of a harlot. That's a hoochie mama. A hooker. Streetwalker. Internet, or whatever you want to call it. Her name was Rahab. If your name is Rahab, I'm sorry. Her name is Rahab. <laughs> and they launched there. That's what got me. They, out of everywhere they went, they went to a brothel. They went, it's like they've been there before. Hello, somebody. And this is the thing that got me, is when Joshua was sent, he got, Moses sent how many? 12. And this time Joshua says, you know, there was too many opinions when they were sent 12. Because sometimes not everybody who's with you is with you. Sometimes you really don't know people like you think you know them until pressure comes. He says, let's just send two because, you know, last time me and Caleb went and we were okay. (laughs) So let's send two. And he sent two out and they end up at this place, Rahab's house. Uh, the sermon called Rahab. I ain't Rahab no more. Hello, somebody. Get the Rahab out of me. Amen. Oh, man, this is good. And they ended up at Rahab's house. And it was told to the king of Jericho saying, Behold, men have come here tonight from the children of Israel to search out the country. So the king of Jericho sent Rahab, sent to Rahab saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who have entered your house, for they have come to search out our country because they knew that people from different foreign countries would come to her house. 
to come there because that house was a house of adultery, was a house of fornication, was a house of wickedness, of a house of sickness. Of, oh, come on, somebody. It was, it was a house of sin and so much that was going on that they knew people would go there. So they knew these men had to be there. You with me so far? They knew they were there. So all of a sudden, when the women took, listen, then the women took the two men and hid them. Wow. I'm going to tell you why, because this is powerful right now. I'm going to give you the key right now. So she said, yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they came from. She's a liar. <laughs> Women, you know you're good at lying. You're good. No, no, no. I didn't do that. Mom, I didn't take it. Mom, I didn't take it. No. Mom, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You know, it's funny how kids know how to lie before they even know how to talk. You eat that cookie? Mm-mm. You, where's the ball? You know, we know you have the ball. It's back here. No, I don't got the ball. They can't even talk to you. They're really lying. We know how to lie before we even know how to talk. She said, no, I, I, I never seen these men. But she hit the men. Now, now, listen to me because we're going to go somewhere with this. Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they came from. And it happened as the gate was being shut when it was dark that the men went out. Where their men were, I, I did not know. Pursue them quickly, for they may overtake them. But she brought them up to the roof and hid them up with a stalk of flocks, which she had laid in order on the roof. Now listen to this. Then the men persuaded, excuse me, pursued them by the road to the Jordan, to the, to the forts. And as soon as the house, as soon as those who pursued them had gone out, they shut the gate. Now, here it goes. Now, before they laid down, she came up to them on the roof. Here's the key right here. And she said to them, or she said to the men, sorry, my back light here. I know, I know that the Lord has given you the land. Wow. This is a harlot. She knew that God already gave them the land. And the terror of you has fallen on us. And that all the inheritance of the land are faint-hearted because of you. God, here is a harlot who is in a certain part of the walls of Jericho. Her house was like on a wall. Connected to the wall on the top to the wall. Where she would lay men out and up from the wall. The sneaky snakes. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, and, and, and and there she, her house was. These guys, they end up getting there. They, they, they got there. She takes them up. She's talking to them. And she tells them these words. Now, you have to listen to what I'm saying. She is prophetically speaking to them. She is speaking the promise to them. Because sometimes we can forget who we are and what God has called us to do and sometimes God will use the crazy people from the streets, from the world even from your own family to tell you what are you doing here? You belong back in church. Go back to the hope. Go back to the oh come on somebody. Get out of this place. Me and my wife, we took off, and, and I, 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 was, I was a home director at that time. We are not married. That was probably like 21 years ago. No, no, about 22 years ago, we, we, I got in the car and I got mad and got frustrated and I got tired. Cause I know none of you guys ever get tired or frustrated. I know you guys never been through nothing, but I have. I know you guys never felt like giving up, but I did. 
I know I felt like God wasn't for me. I know I have. And I felt like everybody was against me. Yes, me. I felt like my pastor didn't love me. That was me. I felt like my leaders didn't care about me. That was me. I felt like God disowned me. You don't hear me though? So I got in the car. She picked, I picked her up. She picked me up because she had a bucket. My bucket wasn't working. So she picked me up in her bucket. And we get in the car. And I says, you know what? Let's get out of this place. I, after I get the pastor, I get in the car. I'm just, let's go back to the desert. I'm from the desert. So I want to go back to the desert empire. Let's get out of here. Let's go. So we got in the car and we just took off and I just told her, she was, well, where are we going to live at? Don't worry about where we're going to live at. I know how to hustle. <laughs> we just want to get to my mom's. Get to my mom's. I said, I want to get to my mom's. I know how to hustle. I'm just get to my mom's house. <laughs> Tell her if I can sleep in the garage. <laughs> and, and you just don't worry about me. I'm going to go and do... Get money, people owe me, and we'll take care of them, worry about nothing. And, and then she didn't say nothing. She was in the car. She was just down for the ride, okay? That's why I love her. Formed me up and formed me when I was down. And so we go, we get over there, and I get over there, and here is my Rahab, my mom. She sits there. She tells me, I get off the car, and I talk. She goes, what are you doing here? I wasn't a pastor yet. I was nothing. I was just a home director. Thought I knew everything. I was a home director. She looked at me and she said, you need to go back where you came from. Because God called you to be a pastor. God called you to be a, God, God wants to use you in your her life. And I'm like, didn't say one word, got in the car, drove all the way back, an hour and 30 minutes back, got home, dropped me off, and never talked about it for years. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I'm telling you. The problem with us, some of us, we don't want to listen to people. And they tell us, what are you doing here? You don't have no business here. Oh, but I just want to party. I just want to get down. I just want to shake a little bit. <laughs> so instead of hearing from a harlot, you become that harlot again. Talking to men and women. The spirit of harlot doesn't have a gender. The same way the spirit of Jezebel doesn't have a gender. Amen. Everybody okay so far? He says, he says, I know, I know. She says, I know that the Lord has given you the land. She says, I know that right here, Jericho, Canaan, all this belongs to you. We, I know that. And all the heart of the people have felt it. Now, why did they feel it? Because this is the next scripture, verse 10. For we have heard while how the Lord dried up the, the water at the Red Sea. Mm. For you, when you came out of Egypt, here, here, here they are. Listen, she is reminding them of the victory in their life. Remember, when you were bound and shackled and going to prison, when you were empty, when you were down and out, when you were set up for divorce, when you were suicidal, when you were cutting yourself, when you didn't care, when you were depressed, when you were all messed up, when you had no direction, when you were suicidal, when your business was falling apart and your wife was leaving you. He said, look it. God restored that. Come on, somebody. God restored that. He said, we know how God opened the Red Sea for you when it was impossible. It became possible. They're reminding them, we've seen the shift happen. Oh, you don't hear me though. We've seen your shift. 
Maybe you forgot your shift, but we've seen it and we sense it and we feel it. I'm just telling you, we know God is with you. We've seen what he's done when he took you out of Egypt and passed you out of the Red Sea. Not only did he shift you out of Egypt, but he departed the Red Sea for you. And he ain't done yet because he goes on and he says this. And what you did to the two kings of the Amorites. He says, we know what you did to those kings that were on the other side of Jordan. He says, we know how you conquered the other side of Jordan. And we know you're here on the other side now to conquer. Oh, come on. We know you're on the other side. My God. My God. So on the other side, uh, Sashan and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. My God. Church, I'm telling you, People have seen a shift in your life. Don't you feel like you have not accomplished nothing? Don't you feel like you have not changed? Don't you feel like you have not come out of your mess or out of your madness? You have shifted. And people can see it. Your family can sense it. Your children can see it. Your spouse can see it. Your loved one can see it. And they remember how you used to be. They remember how you used to be, how they couldn't trust you to go in the house because you know you'll rob them. Come on, they couldn't trust you to hold the keys because you know you will make a copy of it. I hate, I'm like to give ideas, but I'm just telling you what we did. Church, he goes on, and I, I, I want you to see verse 11. This is, I believe that these two men, when they came there, that they still had some questions in their heart. Because sometimes, I don't care how much of a man of God you are, how much of a woman of God you are, sometimes you do question your faith. Have ever, anybody ever battled with that? When something, when something that you know God has done it for you, but you still have a little bit of doubt and fear. That's why they kept on telling them, be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. That's why they kept on telling Joshua through the whole book. All Joshua was always confirming Joshua be strong and be courageous. Fight against the fear and the doubt. Fight against the fear and the doubt. Fight against you're a leader. Fight against the fear and the doubt. Fight against it. Fight against it. Now, I, I believe that, that these, Joshua was dealing with that. His men that went out and had to deal with that. They had to go see the vastness of two against all these thousands of thousands of men and people. And it's like, wow. It's like when you're going to get jumped. You got like 100 guys, two people. Like, oh, hello. I'll let that one sit for a minute. Here we go. I'm loving this right here. Because this verse 11 is very powerful. He says, she going on, she says, and as soon as we heard. Now, this is, this is it. As soon as we heard these things, our hearts melted. Wow. Our hearts melted. Neither did there remain any more courage in anyone because of you. Wow. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven, above, and on earth beneath. You got to hear me. Here's the harlot speaking prophetically the word to the men of God, telling them, we just melted like butter, like cheese, like ice. We just like, oh, they're coming here. Oh, my God. There was no more courage left in that city, guys. Just by a lot of bark, but no more courage. You know how you are when, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. 
He goes there, took the bark out of them, and he took the courage out of them, they're done. He goes, he, he was telling you, when you guys come, it's going to be yours. It's going to be handed to you. There's going to be, come on somebody, there's going to be a fight, but it's not going to be your problem, it's going to be God's problem. And that's what I want you guys to catch today, that you and I, when we're passing over our Jordan, it might feel impossible, it might look weird, because we've got to pass through something again. Because sometimes it's like, man, why do I got to keep on passing through stuff? Why you got to keep on going through things? Because God is taking us from glory to glory to glory to glory. Come on, somebody. Listen to me. The more you go through things, the more you see God different. The more you, when you read God's word, it becomes different to you. If you never go through nothing, how can you value the mercy and grace of God? That's why we go through things, guys, because God is purifying us. God is sharpening us. God has educated us. God has given us knowledge and wisdom and helping us to look past it. We don't have to be the same way we were when we first got saved. We can, we can transition and go past our Jordans. Go get past our Red Seas. Come out of our Egypt. Come on. Get out of our compromising. Get out, get out, of, get out of all these things. And here they are right before, right before, right before the Jordan. This is right before they went out. They had sent them over. So they're putting together some things that they're going to have to cross the Jordan. But before they even crossed the Jordan, they already had sent spies out. You're with me so far. They had sent the spies out. And this is a report that they're seeing. They're hearing that the people know that God is for us. I want you to say, say, God is for us. Say, God is for us. Now make it personal. God is for me. Say, God is for me. Amen. And, and, and now all of a sudden, look at now, therefore I beg you, swear to me, in verse 12, by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you also show me kindness to my father's house and give me a true token and spare my father, my mother, my brother, my sister, and all they have delivered our lives from death. So the men answered her, our lives for your lives, if any of you tell this business of ours, and it shall be when, listen, this is the key right here. I love this. And it shall be when, he, they spoke faith. Not if. It didn't, listen, it don't say, and it shall be if the Lord has given us the land. It says, so it says when. He's, they're speaking in the, in the present. They're speaking the present, the now, and the past. They're saying when God gives us this land. Because they know already, they believe in it. They're accepting God is giving them a promise. They're accepting that God is shifting them across the Jordan. They're accepting they're coming out of change, coming out of hurt, coming out of pain. And it says, when the Lord has given us the land, that we will daily deal kindly and truly with you. Come on, somebody, next one. Then she left them down by a cord. She's, she let them down by, like, again, she was in the wall. She let them down through the window for her house was on a tall wall, and she dwelled on the wall. She was a wall dweller. Come on, let's go to the next one. That's a whole different sermon right there. So that's a lot, there's a lot right there. Let's go for the sake of time. Next one. And she said to them, get you, get 
you to the mountain or get to the mountain, lest the persuade you and hide yourself there for three days until the persuade pursue you by returning and afterwards you may go your way. Next one. Let me read mine. Where are we on? Verse, where are we on? What number are we on? 17. So the men said to her, we will be blameless of the oath of yours, which you shall make us swear, unless when we come unto the land, you bind this line of scarlet cord in the window throughout which you let us down. And unless you bring your father, your mother, your brother, your father, your house, hold to your own house. So it shall be that whoever goes outside the door of your house unto the street, his blood shall be on his own head and we will be guiltless. It's not our problem, he's saying, if they go out and they leave the house. And whoever is with you in that house, his blood shall be on your head if a hand is laid on them. Now, here goes verse. He's telling them, look, at, she rescued her whole family, guys. She rescued her whole family when she decided to accept the promise and shift in her life. Oh, come on, somebody. She, 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 because the Bible says, when your whole household shall be saved. They came in despite the land. Uh, she seen the promise. She seen the blessing of God, and she was smart enough to get on board. My question, are we smart enough to jump off a boat that's going down? Amen. And so all of a sudden, here we go, here we go, because I, I got to go, we got to do something really quick. Wherever it's 19. Yes. So it shall be that whoever goes outside, and we read that already, boom, boom. verse 20. And if you tell this business of ours, then we will be free from your oath, which you made us swear. Then she said, according to your words, so be it. They made a deal. They made a contract. And she sent them away, and they departed. And she bound the scarlet cord in the window. They departed and went to the mountain. Here we go. And stayed there three days until pursuit returned. The pursuers sought them. All along the way, but did not find them. So the two men, here we go, returned descendants from the mountain and crossed over. And they came to Joshua, the son of Nun, and told him that all that had befallen them. Here it is right here. And they said to Joshua, truly the Lord has delivered all the land into your hand. For indeed all the inhabitants of the country are faint hearted because of us. My God. Come on. Give the Lord a great clap offering. He goes and reports to Joshua. Joshua, we got this. We got this. God has truly given us Canaan. These people are faint hearted. They've heard of what God has done for us. They've heard of God's faithfulness and God's commitment. They've heard how God has been for us. They have been watching us. They've been hearing us. They have heard about us. They're seeing that God is with us and not against us. They know that the power of God is with us. They're afraid. They're terrified. They have no more courage. They have no more backbone. They are saying, my God, they're afraid. I'm telling you right now, when you stand for God... When you allow God to begin to shift your life, God says, when you allow yourself to say, look past the Jordan in your life and stop focusing on the Jordan, but look at the promise. 
Stop focusing on your problem and look at the promise. Come on, somebody. Stop looking at the problem and look at the promise. When you start doing that, things start becoming easier. I tell myself, man, why do I got to go through this again? Again, again. And God just, because we're crossing over. Because we're crossing over. Don't stay stuck, church. Cross your Jordan. Listen. Listen to what I'm saying, please. Listen to what God has promised you. They had to go out, these two men. Go and look and spy out the land. And listen to a woman who was a harlot. Who had some information that will change your life. And how they view things. So don't you dare despise somebody who's going through something out there in the world. Some people out there in the world that don't know God saved some of your lives. They told you, you need to go back. You need to get out of here. If you listen to them, they blessed you. But if you didn't, that's on you. But I don't know about you, but there's some harlots out there. Hmm. Some Rahabs out there. Know what God has done for you. What God has done for me. God wants to confirm to you today. Look at it. Let's cross over. Let's shift. Come on somebody. Let's shift. Let's shift over. Let's shift over. Let's shift over. I want you to stand with me. Stand with me this morning church. Stand with me this morning. They had to do a certain ritual. A certain ritual. Certain thing they had to do to get over on the other side. I'm going to be talking about that next Sunday. Certain thing they had to listen. They had to listen if God was going to do what he needed to do. They knew God was for them. They knew God was with them. But there's certain things he had to do with the ark and the men and the following. Everything had to be precise when they crossed over. I'm going to be talking about that next Sunday. But right now I want you to know that you yourself have to come to a place in your life right now that you believe that God is with you. Because other people see that God is with you. And how you've changed. You're not that same woman no more. You're not that same man no more. You're not that same father, that same husband. You're, you're not what you used to be. So why even act it? Why, why play it out? And when we don't see it, we stay stuck there. Don't stay stuck there. You don't stay stuck in that place on the other side, on the other side of the promise where yeah, God had done a few things, but you don't cross over no more. Moses, had a, Moses died on the other side. He's seen it, but he never tasted of it. Now Joshua transitioned. We talked about how he got it, he got it, and he was going to take the next generation and he had to watch out who he listened to. Because it's very important who you hear because they can mess you up. I'm telling you right now, guys, God is with you. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe you, you made a shortcoming. Maybe you, you, you fallen and made a wrong choice. Listen to me. God's grace and mercy is here today. And God loves you and he cares for you. And he wants to restore and heal what the enemy tried to destroy. God wants to do some restoration today. I want every head bowed, every eye closed today. Every head body right close. I really want you to open your heart today and say, Lord, I trust you, God. Oh, I trust you. I know you've done so much for me. Even 
when it didn't make sense, even when things were hard, when things were rough, when things looked impossible. God, you got me out of so many things. You, you rescued me from times I should have been dead, times I should have been in prison for life, times that my marriage should have fallen apart, times that my kids should have hated me. And, and you rescued me from that. And I know that what I'm going through right now, you're here for me, and I know you're going to get me through whatever I'm going through. I know, God, right now that you are with me. You are for me. And I want to take those words and hold on to them. I want to take those words and cross the Jordan and, and do what God wants me to do. I'm not going to lie to myself no more. I'm not going to mess around no more. But I'm going to do my best to do what God wants me to do as a mother, as a father, as a believer, as a son, as a daughter, as a child of God. If that's you today, God spoke to you. God tugged at your heart. God ministered to you. And is that you? I want you to come. I want you to come right now. Come. Come to the altar. Come and bring yourself to the altar. Come now, now, now. Maybe you've been struggling with some stuff. Maybe you've been wanting to run. You've been wanting to hide. You want to disappear. Come, come, come and bring. I'm telling you right now, let me be that harlot in your life. Let me be that Rahab. Don't do it. Trust God. God has more for you. God has more for you. God wants to use you. Come, come to the altar. Come, come. Find a place. Find a place at the altar. Leave whatever you're struggling with here. Leave whatever you're battling with. Leave, you're feeling like all these weird things. Leave it here. Maybe you're hurt and, you, and things have been just bothering you and your spirit. And you feel like no one understands and no one cares. Come, your time. It's your time to leave it here. Leave it here. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Anyone else? You need Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Maybe you don't know Jesus. Come now. Jesus is here for you. You want to accept Jesus in your heart? Come now. Maybe you've fallen away. you drifted away. It's time to come back. Time to fix some things with God. Come now. Come now. This is your time to lay yourself before God. Maybe there's a battle that nobody knows. You're battling within yourself and you're battling within your heart and you're like, there's a struggle going on. It's a real struggle. Come. Come now, come now, come before God. Come before God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah.